Um, we're in? Yeah. Hello, callers in. Call us. Are we on the train? We're on the train. We're choo-chooing away. Wow. This this show comes to you from a a mystical train. I think it's a runaway train tonight because I didn't realize we were going to get on. In fact, it's early. It's early? Yes. We can't be on early. Well, we are. We're on very early. Yeah, but Suddenly, we're, we're, we're on the train. We're supposed to be late all the time. We're well, always late. usually we are late. This is not your regular radio uh, that you listen to every day, and it's certainly not your over-the-air uh, radio. Uh, this is a different kind of radio. It's very intimate, and it's all about sex, fun, and wisdom. And being taken by surprise by my engineer. Oh, yes. Right. 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 Relax. Oh, let, me get, let me get your screen fixed. I'm but, not but relaxed the, the train, at all. I need moving. a Valium. Okay. I need to go back in time when they used to take Valium. Anyway, this is <laughs> our virgin show. This is our second virgin show, actually. We may have to have a third virgin show and a fourth virgin show. How is everybody out there? Are you all good? Everything okay? Did you get shot at today? Uh, did your neighbor go nuts on you? Um, you know, we're going to talk about all those things. And in particular tonight, I would like to talk about... What's the matter, Dr. Susie? Just all kinds of hallucinogenic changes are going on on my devices oh so and oh, I see. not sure okay. what's going on but now i see that there are people gathering gathering and we are now in the dining car of the love train which is also a peace train. A little bit of a runaway train. <laughs> because you never know what's going to happen or when we're going to go off track. Maybe even in the very beginning of the show. But one thing's for sure, it is not a bullet train. Unless you mean a bullet vibrator. So uh, we kind of... Uh uh, tried to be on here uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we failed miserably, uh, but tonight uh, we uh, seem to be on the right track. <laughs> We're not sure, though. We're not sure. So not far, sure. it's yeah. kind of a wrong track because it okay. started before I knew it okay. was starting. So let us know if you could either you could write to us or you could speak, maybe. I think you can call in on call-in without even calling in. That's what's amazing. And so we are very excited about that. If you would like to actually speak, you can put yourself into the speakers section. Right now we're in the listeners section, and we do have 
some comments. But first, I think we should introduce ourselves, which right we, of course, did right. not do, because we suddenly we're like, you're on. We didn't. Okay. We, we didn't do this last week. No. Uh, okay, but so. it's technically called the Virgin on Call-In Show, because... We are virgins on call-in in the sense that we tried to do a show last week, but it didn't work. So tonight is our virgin show. Though we can't call it virgin because that could get us censored. It has gotten me censored on LinkedIn and other channels. So we are calling it virgin, like V-E-R-G-I-N apostrophe, which we also are kind of virgin on doing this show and uh-huh. getting it going down the tracks. How about we introduce ourselves? Well, we are. We are? Okay. That's you want to go I'm first? Doing. Oh, you're go- okay. Go I'm ahead. I'm introducing the firstness okay, the of first, the show the because this is technically our first time and there is a first time for everything, but there's only one first time for anything. You never get to have a second first time, except we are right now getting to have a second first time you could get a second virgin you can't be a virgin for a second time no no you can't be you wouldn't get a virgin already you're getting a censored by talking that way (laughs) sorry i'm just kidding get a virgin okay so what we're talking about is this being our first show And yes, because it's our first show, we should introduce ourselves. So I will first introduce my husband, Captain Max, a.k.a. Prince Maximilian Rudolf Leblevich de Lubkowitz de Filingeri, who is a prince on both his Lubkowitz and Filingeri sides, as well as a great and pioneering publisher and producer and storyteller. Yes. And storyteller, and uh, I'm old. I'm, I'm I'm getting very old, and but I, today, I got a, I got my uh, 78th birthday gift. Right, I gave it to yeah, you. Which is a wonderful, and cheap, and nice uh, smartwatch, but it's not made by any of the phone companies, so it doesn't look like a smartwatch because mm. I hate those plastic. Uh, I don't know. Pay four hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, and you get a plastic. Right, it looks very and heavy metal. This is heavy metal, mm. and um, just so you know, I have uh, since before we started the show a little while ago, I have walked a half a mile. All right, well, good for That's you. That's what the watch is telling me. So yes, so I'm an old publisher. I've been around for a long time. Susie is my beautiful partner and wife. You're just going to call me Susie. Oh, Dr. Susie. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, also just known. call me Susie. No, no, that's no, it. No, I'm no, a horny no. housewife, okay. and that's basically I, who I am. So I just want to explain something. This, uh, this show doesn't have any kind of, of limits or rails or, or specific things that happen. We just talk about people and humanity and sex, but most of all, something that we seem to have lost around the world. And that is a word, wisdom. Mm. Wisdom. Where has all our wisdom gone? 
I wrote that song right before my the show. Where has all my wisdom, wisdom gone? gone. <laughs> That's a really good. Sh- I, I'm going to write that tonight. The flowers is what the original was. What so was the it? wisdom is in the flowers. Where have oh, all yeah. the flowers gone? Where have all the? F- yeah, right, right, right. Right, yeah. old song. Okay, then we're going to get sued and censored and. Mm. For using well, using their tune. No, I think we bastardized it. Oh, good enough. Although enough? we might get censored for saying bastardized. Ah. But anyway, we have people on here who we might not know, who are saying that the show is supposed to start at 9 p.m. Mr. Bert Sesame Street. Not sure if we know that person. Wait a minute. We, d- we started early. No, we did. We started yeah. early. Right. And so he's kind of saying, hey. Yeah. That's highly unusual, though, Bert. For us. Uh, right. Yeah. Highly unusual. We're making unusual. up for the fact we're always going to start late. That's right. But I was taken by surprise, too, Bert. So I feel your mm, discomfort and yet excitement at the fact that we're actually doing it this time yes indeed brothers and sisters this is our virgin show and it's like a dirty word these days a four-letter word with six letters it's a little tricky but what we talk about on this show is sex politics and bonobos and we are virgin on armageddon unless we follow the bonobo way that's my view so be bonobo do you guys know what a bonobo is out there We'll find out as we talk. As we talk. In a nutshell, bonobos are the make love, not war chimpanzee, but we also call them the make kink, not war chimpanzee, because they are the kinkiest apes on earth. And they have a lot of sex, of course, and they empower the females, a lot of female solidarity. And the males are okay, not just okay, but happy, happy, happy something missing from maybe the Me Too movement. I don't know. They could take a page from the Bonobo Sisterhood where they're not even sisters, but they really support each other. It's very cool. So we follow the Bonobo way, and partly because all this stuff, including sharing and caring, it leads to peace through pleasure. And we are sex therapists. I am a sex therapist, sexologist. And a sex bomb. A sex bomb. Sex bomb. Right, what's that? It's a, you know, bomb with sex. (laughs) Well, I guess that's better than a nuclear bomb. Right. I guess. So, yeah, so my husband says I'm a sex bomb, and I am against other types of bombs. I am against war. Make kink, not war is one of my mottos. And stop censorship. Right. That's one of the reasons we're here on Colin is we've been censored on many channels. We'll probably be censored on here, too. Yeah, please. But, yeah, we're trying it out. So Uh, we try to celebrate sexuality, not violence and uh, guns and uh, war. Excuse me. I need to ask our engineer something. She has all kinds of people that she can see on her screen, and I can't see anyone. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. have. Uh, she has a highly well, sophisticated. Well, Yeah, she has a highly sophisticated. How, how do system. I see them? Let me. Let me you could help them out. I'm, an, I'm, I'm an old person. We're virgin. Virgin on Colin. Old, old people. I'm also virgin on sneezing. You know, because I, I'm a little congested, but I do not have COVID. 
I just have a kind of sinus sensitivity. So, you know, if I sneeze, some of you will be excited. If you have a kink for that, I actually have a client with a fetish for women sneezing. And it is kind of a climactic release, although it doesn't feel as good as an orgasm. But a quick orgasm, I think in some languages, is called a sneeze or something. And it is kink month, so happy kink month if you're tuned in live. And happy kinktober. Happy kink girl Halloween. It's the spooky season. And scary and spooky can be sexy as long as it's consensual. It gets a little tricky. But if you're kink educated, you can make spooky sexy. A little bit of sensory deprivation, a blindfold, a little bondage. If you trust your partner, you got to trust. And, you know, lust can sometimes blind you to trust. That's kind of challenging, but it's worth paying attention to because kink is the spice of life and kinksters are great negotiators we should send them to ukraine to negotiate peace with russia i think a great dominatrix could probably disarm putin if nato would let her (laughs) anyway we talk about sex as you can hear and politics as you can also hear and bonobos and You can talk with us, if you like. And we're on the left coast, by the way. This is the left coast, if you know what that means. It means we're lefties. Lefties. We're sexy lefties. Sexy lefties. Yes. Radical lefties who believe in good things for all people. Which is a little spooky to some people. Certainly to the Republicans who are trying to be like Putin. Putin. Did you say Putin or Putin? A Putin too. Or Putin, Putin. Right. He sure is pooping all over the infrastructure of Ukraine. And there's now a pitched battle. And you know what? I was reading in my magazine, not by me, but a fellow colleague in Counterpunch, is that when you're in a pitched battle like this, where the sides are basically after each other, and for one reason or another, kind of evenly matched. This is the time to make peace. Now, me being a peacenik, I would say any time is the time to make peace. But experts say now is the time. Not when one side is really seriously winning. But now, folks, when both have something to lose and something to gain from negotiations. I know it's spooky to all you warmongers, But, hey, it's the best way to end war. If we want to do that, if we don't really want to enter another perma-war. It's another phrase for forever war, but a little less romantic and more focused on the toxic chemicals of perma-press, which are much worse in perma-war. We love peace through pleasure embodied by the bonobos and we lean to the left and it is the spooky season and so we're talking about kink a lot and we just released a video make kink not war at domcon which is the 
premium convention for kinksters and lifestyle and professional doms and subs, etc. So we are talking about kink. It's the spooky season. So you can share your spooky secrets if you dare. Or ask a question. Or you can tell a story. Captain Max loves stories. He loves his own mostly, but he does love others sometimes. Oh, I like stories about myself, yes. you know. Yes. I love stories about myself. In fact, every Friday night I tell you a little bit about my life on the same network here. All right. And yeah. One, I also want to say one of the reasons we've moved over here, first of all, uh, one of my very, very favorite journalists and uh, honest journalists, Abby Martin. Yes, she yeah. is on call-in along with Mike Prisoner. Right. He joins her on call-in, occasionally joined by her brother, Robbie Martin. She keeps it in the family a little bit, I guess. But, yeah. she, of course, she does interview all kinds of people. And we interviewed her on our show a few years ago. We discovered her. You actually discovered Abby Martin when she was on RT, uh, right, Russia absolutely. Today, which she was on for quite a while doing a fabulous show. And it was really very hard-hitting, state-of-the-art, and sexy. Wow. Lefty. Lefty sexy. And on Russia Today. And then Putin got a little kind of imperialist, I guess. You could say he invaded Crimea, I think, and she left. Yeah, you know, uh, just let me warn you of something. I know you're all very busy on your computers and playing games and doing all that. Your freedom and this democracy is being threatened by the people that exploit you. The billionaires, uh, the Republicans want to overturn democracy. And that is one of the reasons for the initials of this show, which is FDR. Right. We're a little afraid to say what it stands yeah. for. It stands for F, the rich. It doesn't pack the same punch. No, no, but you know, and the, and the last letter of the word is K. Yes. <laughs> FK. Yeah, and you F have Asterix yeah. CK. And I want to say one more Fuck thing besides Abby. Who said that? Besides Abby Martin. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. After looking at a lot of these platforms and so forth, it seems to me, now I'm not sure, that people on call in have a little higher intellect, perhaps. You know, perhaps May, maybe a little more wisdom. We'll, we'll find well, we're out. We're going to find out. Yeah, we're going to find out soon enough. <laughs> soon enough. Now, you know, this place is called Call In. So we've got like, uh, I guess, 13 listeners. And uh, you can call us. To be a caller on the show tonight. Yeah, uh, how do we you do that? We don't, need a, we don't need a phone number. Okay. Right? But to call in during the week, then okay. if you oh, want to yeah. give out that so phone So during number. the week. If you have a crisis of some sort, 
and you're about to go nuts and shoot your daughter in another car because you're having a shootout, uh, you can call us during the week at... 213-291-9497. Or... If you want to talk to us tonight, then uh, what do they do? They just press they something? They just have yeah. to put themselves in the speaker category. Whew, this is a new situation, but that's why we call it Virgin on Colin. And yes, it's kink month, so spooky can be sexy or fun or funny, but Halloween is the eve of the Day of the Dead. And we have some sad news in both the adult industry and the lefty industry, which I know shouldn't be called an industry. I think they both should be just fields, fields and fields, beautiful fields. Anyway, the sad news in the world of adult is that Kay Parker the star of Taboo, who also was called Kay Taylor Parker, passed away just a little while ago. And she was the quintessential MILF, the ultimate mom fantasy, as Barbara Scott in the movie Taboo. Actually, it was a series, and she was in the first two episodes of Taboo and they were quite iconic and could never have been made before or since. Really, you can't make movies like that now. And if you've seen it, then you know what I mean. And if you have these types of feelings, which I'm not recommending, but people have them and There's nothing wrong with having the feelings. Acting on them, another story. But having the feelings, a lot of people have them. And so Taboo has been a series that has long affected people. It's spoken for people and their fantasies about their own moms and especially that first episode in which Kay Parker just knocks your socks off as Barbara Scott. Were you in that one? No, you weren't. No, no you were no. in another one. I was in as a cameo playing myself, not a porn role, <laughs> just me doing a radio show. In Taboo 4. It's just the first couple minutes of Taboo 4, maybe only a minute, in which I'm interviewing the male star of Taboo 4, who had okay. written a book and, uh, and who about that? Who that? Electra Fantasies. I'm trying to remember the name of the actor. He was definitely a big star at the time, but... I didn't know who he was at the time, and it didn't register. But he he was the star of Taboo 4, and Kay was not in that. So I did not prepare for that quiz. I should have done all my research on 
everything related to Kay Parker. But all I want to say is that I miss Kay Parker. And I am honored that I was a bit of a friend to her. We chatted here and there, back and forth, both publicly and privately, many times, twice publicly, twice on my show, once at the Hollywood show and once at my studio. And it was very profound, very sweet, sensuous, and spiritual lady. And I want to thank Robert Bertolino. I'm glad I remembered that name because he introduced us to Kay. And he's a producer. He produces many different things from the East Coast to the West. And he led us to the Hollywood show and brought Kay. And Kay is just this tremendous actress, was, she's gone. And so I got to say goodbye, Kay quintessential MILF, and also incredible natural body, I must say. Just boobs, butt, slim waist, and just this face that could be your mother's or your neighbor's. Nothing too extraordinary, but pretty and open and, I guess, effable. Right? FKable. Yeah, okayable. I have the best scene. I love the scene in the movie where she says, ah, 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 ah. <clears throat> There's a lot of great scenes in the movie, I so I, I don't I'm know. Ki- I'm just kidding. <laughs> which one you're talking about. I'm I just kidding. The shower scene, she's taking a shower while. Her son is watching. It portrays a lot of fantasies, so it's very powerful and very still controversial, always controversial. Again, I'm not recommending any of this at all or endorsing it, but it is powerful, it's iconic, it's archetypal. Freud wrote about it. And it's something that uh, is really taboo to talk about. But It's called the Oedipus Complex. But it's very real, Susan. So, also, we want to say goodbye to Barbara Ehrenreich. Do you remember who she is? Anyway, I don't want to quiz you. No, no. But most powerful in terms of us would be her book, Dancing in the Streets, A History of Collective Joy. She's probably most famous in the world, in the lefty world, for writing nickeled and dimed. She was a lefty writer. And she got jobs as working class people, waitresses, different jobs like that. And she really lived on those wages. And she wrote about it. And the book that I was affected by, of course, was kind of the closest to hedonism. Because I do agree with her about all the socialism. Believe me, we are socialistic. But the book Dancing in the Streets, A History of Collective Joy, it inspired me to conceive of, I guess you could say, 
the concept of communal ecstasy. And I talked to you about that, Max. Yes, yes, yes. So you know about that. I know all about that. I have. What do you know about that? I have lived with it for over 30 years. <laughs> yes. Because before we did this radio show, yes. we did a show for many, many years. First of all, you got to be old enough. We did a show on uh, public access, right? Yeah, I uh, mean... We were doing a radio show. Yeah, we were, we were doing we a radio show. Uh, cor- correct. And then we moved from our little radio studio. Right. Because Dr. Susie, we're in her condo and we're doing this, sh- this show about sex. On the Gettner. Yeah, on the Gettner, through the phone lines as usual. To a broadcast network. To a broadcast network. Of like over 100 stations. Yeah. Well, we were, I guess I'm not supposed to say this, but we were on the ABC satellite at one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we rented that. And then we were almost. NPR satellite. On an NPR satellite. And um, that's how we reached... uh, about oh, a little over 80 stations or something, right? Was it, was it that? In and and in, in the south, in the in the religious belt of the buckle and buckle. How does that go? The belt buckle of the Bible belt. Ah. And by the way, Jux Lee is here, and he makes those. Oh, hi, Jux. Just yeah, J- saying. No, he makes belts. Oh, he makes Actually, belts. Actually, m- not so much to wear as to kind of whack you with. Consensually, of course. Yeah. But they're good whackers. Yeah. There's a good business for that in the States where you can, you know, whack the kids. You, you could sell them to the, to the school boards. You guys are writing lots of comments, which I guess I'll read eventually when we yeah, no, kind of no. want to take a break from talk no but i'd still have to talk i'd be reading the comments which is cool but i hope somebody puts themselves into the area of speaking actually someone did oh caller i guess juxley shardall oh no we can talk to them i don't know All it right. also has uh, microphone want off. To, want me to accept her I'll yeah accept put your yeah, yeah let's right. let's see what shardall has put, to put say you, for the put, moment put your microphone on okay make sure right. you sure it looks cool on. looks All cool right, just unmute your mic shardall and yeah uh, here join, we go join the call hello hi shardall because um for me um sex is kind of like something everybody needs to know about i mean you know, uh, they need to know how babies are made and everything like that. I, I, it's, That's it's only like one aspect of sex, Shardall, but you okay. sound like you're already engaged. Go on. Yeah, so, um, I mean, like, when somebody talks about paddling, I mean, I don't agree with that because at that oh. time it was okay for teachers to do that, but now... No, not teachers. Mm-mm. Right. Now, I'm not saying teachers, but, like, in, in general, I don't agree with that type of punishment that parents do do, do that on... on on their kids, you know, it's not allowed, you know. I know it's, they're trying to teach their kids a lesson. Maybe they screwed up or they made a mistake uh, and listen. they're trying to teach them a lesson. It's Don't a spank your kids. That's our motto. Spank consenting adults. The Republicans want to bring that back. Okay. They do. Yeah. And the studies, the studies show that kids that are beaten or spanked have a lower IQ. Have a lower IQ. No, but IQ. I'm just telling you, like, yeah. not to mention are more violent. Go ahead. So when, you're, when your kids make a mistake, you need to teach your kids in a better way, you know, right. other than using, 
forms of you know abusive punishment like that you okay. I mean, if your kids make a mistake teach them that you know learn better though like you know you make a mistake you okay learn thank from you Shardon. No, actually i want to add something to that i think uh, you're absolutely right about that yes and uh, where we have failed uh, my generation and the generation before us we have not taught the children very well we have taught the children Violence. Now we're handing them guns. Yeah. Now we're giving them guns. Also, when you when you look at that, also the parents are also messed up. Like oh, they're absolutely. Just, they're, the parents are not grew up taught you right. Bet, Shardal. That's why we're here. We're trying. Mm-hmm. So, did you have a question for us, or did you just want to kind of talk oh, about? That was interesting. But yeah, yeah we agree so with you. Yeah. We did a whole show you have on a this question. when you, it came. Do out. you have a question? You got to educate the parents. Are you asking us or just saying, yeah, okay. No, I'm just saying parents should be educated on About teaching their kids right. On not, on oh, not spanking their kids. Yeah. Well, right, but there's a lot of people that educate parents just the opposite. The Republican, Christo-fascist, maggot, QAnon people. They love they violence. Say, yes, spank your children, spare the rod, spoil the child. By the way, that's not really in the Bible. <laughs> I mean, you could yell. I mean, I think yelling at your kids is way more, way more like yelling at your kids is also not a good thing. But that it's much more better than spanking them. Yeah, I agree. You can yell at your kids. I mean, my parents, my parents have yelled at. Me. Are you a parent or are you a kid? Yeah. I'm a kid. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an adult, and I've got yelled at by my 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 dad. How old are you? Twenty six. Okay, 26. cool. When and where are you from? Fremont. Fremont, California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, All right. okay, cool. I got yelled at. I don't, sure. I, I don't have a problem with my parents yelling at me. They're trying to teach me. All right. Bonobos do that, too. You do have they're a problem th- stopping talking, but you're learning. Okay. It's cool. Not, but thank not, you. Thank you for being our first yeah. caller right. and on uh, call-in. And also... If We're I, virgins on call-in. Okay. I agree that you need to educate the parents, but you need to educate the parents when they're kids. You need to heal the country, the society, the parents, the children. The war. We need to follow the bonobo way. We need to make love, not war. Kink, not war. We need to honor our softer side and not make war. And now we have nuclear weapons, not just spankings. So, yeah, some of us have violence in us. Actually, all of us do. And so... As adults, we should learn to channel it, if we have it, into spanking uh, consenting adults. That would be kink. Make kink, not war. war. And certainly, yes, Shardal, make kink, not war. That is, if you want to spank somebody, don't spank your kid. Don't. don't. Especially if you want to. I mean, at your wit's end is not a good excuse either, but that's a better excuse than just wanting to because you think it's the right thing. No, if that's your problem, then you should find a consenting adult. You should learn about kink. You should follow the bonobo way. Anyway, that's what we're about. Thank you, Shardal. Thank you, Shardal. And uh, keep peace up in Fremont too, huh? Make kink, not war. No, No shooting each other. No killing. Is killing stuff is killing me. We are excited that we finally had someone jump into the caller space. It seemed like he just was already having a conversation 
which was interesting because that's how the show started. Like yeah. we were already doing it before we knew what we were doing. So it's kind of that kind of night. It's our virgin show, our virgin on call. Yeah, and we we encourage you to call us and tell us your secrets, your your wishes, uh, your vision, your life. Yes. How's we, your life going? I'm a sex therapist. You didn't really introduce me, but well, it's okay. Well, we've said that. that my partner here, Dr. <laughs> is a sex therapist. Is a sex therapist. Yeah, anyway, so we yeah. can talk about that. You can also keep it private, but then we have to talk, you know, at a fee, which you may not want to pay, so you may think about coming out of the closet of whatever kink you've got and right getting here. in on the call in and starting to talk and you know i understand that whether it's about sex or politics or even bonobos whenever you talk publicly you're kind of coming out of the closet in a way you're stepping out so that's kind of exciting and it's kind of scary but we hope you do it and we see Amor here Amor uh. wow Amor joined I love Amor yes we all love Amor and it looks like there's two of her two of her on her picture I think it's her and one of her twins she has several she's multiplying yes yes she treats me as her mother speaking of the whole mother fantasy she calls me mom a lot and so all she has to do is put herself in the call all right put yourself in the call thing yeah and so yes there's that type of fantasy among so many of us and Kay Parker was the iconic MILF. And we have to hope that she goes somewhere good, wonderful somewhere. She was so spiritual, you'd think if there's anywhere to go, she'd be on her way. Yep. So also Barbara Ehrenrich, because she inspired me to take the idea of collective joy, which is really about the people, us, engaging with each other without fear with abandon and with pleasure and turning the usual upside down and it in her books is about a time gone by really that really the whole monotheistic mega machine took away from the people the people of pan the people of pleasure the people of celebration the wild there was lots of celebrations that were out of control and now they're all controlled by both the powers that be and the elements because we have been so trashy we've got someone saying that they love to watch porn okay Speaking of trashy, I didn't mean trashy in the porn way, by the way. I meant we have been trashy like polluting our mother, the earth. Speaking of mothers like Kay, we have been polluting mother earth. And yet so many of us think of the expression of sexuality as trashy. And... We don't. 
Really, I mean, it's it can be good or bad. It's not all good. It really isn't. But some of it is better than others. I see Sergeant Sports Talk. Sergeant Sports Talk loves watching porn. Nothing wrong with that. What kind of porn do you like? Yeah. There's always a kind. Yeah. yeah. Once you get into it, you start to diversify. Just like if you're a foodie, you start to like certain kinds of food and not others. Or art or sports. You have your favorites. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever watched uh, some of our shows? Not that they're all porn, but... They're not porn You could porn. say they include lots of porn stars. Yes. We love porn stars. They are at the front of the war against sexual intolerance. A war we didn't start, by the way. This is a war we don't want to be in, but the Christo-fascists and the Islamo-fascists and the Judeo-fascists, all the fascists against human sexuality have declared war on us. So we are just fighting back with our lingerie as our camouflage. And of course, maybe it's not lingerie. Maybe it's just throwing soup on a glass frame of a Van Gogh. You know, after all, we have to make a statement somehow, my dear. Yes. Oh, my favorite porn star is Stormy Daniels. There you are, Sergeant Sports Talk says. And we love Stormy Daniels. She is one of our favorites because she is both very sexy and certainly a MILF at this point and certainly a patriot. She has exposed the Trumpus, Trumpty Dumpty. And she has shown him for what he is, part of what he is, which is a hypocrite. We like Stormy because she has exposed Trump. And she also exposed something interesting about him that I don't think is being used against him. That he just responded to being spanked. Speaking of spanking... Yes, she spanked him with his magazine where he had his face on the front and he tried to show off saying, aren't I great? Doesn't this make me sexy? No, it makes you a stupid egomaniac, actually, and you're not even ruining the country yet. You're just ruining my night, she was probably thinking as she turned him over her knee and whacked him. Actually, I think she didn't do it over the knee. But I like the idea of him over her knee in that mommy posture, which she took with him. And then he stopped trying to play games with her. And he became submissive. And of course, being a proper sex worker, I suppose, or a typical sex worker, nothing wrong with this. But she seemed to want to make the evening get over with. And she did. Once she spanked him, he wasn't sort of stringing it out anymore. She got what she wanted and left. Spanking sometimes works with consenting adults. 
So Amor Hilton says, yay, I can type now. Yes. So I want to tell Amor something because I've got all these famous stars that I see on my computer. You know, and they got some of them have false asses, others have this, uh, and they're making bazillions of dollars. So I just have to say that Amor is one of my favorite uh, performers and models and uh, humans in Hollywood, and she can certainly outdress most of them. Way more. Fun. She's very a little beautiful, bit, yeah. very sensual, very sexual. Right. By the way, we still have your fur coat here. And wild. <laughs> And That's right. Wild. We have her fur coat, you know, but we have other things of hers. Actually, we have her bra hanging from the antlers. Oh, yeah. from That the, uh, is from Amor's bra. From the pantaliers. She says, I love you. I can't outdress mama. Right? There she is. There she is. Very smart. Sort no, of really. dealing with two things, answering your comment about dressing and also reminding everyone that she calls me mama because one of the sub themes of tonight's show is the mama in your mind. Kay Parker was a mama in many people's minds. R.I.P. Kay Parker. I would say rest in pleasure, but I don't quite understand how you do that when you're dead. Maybe you can do that. Great. Then do it. Rest in pleasure. Rest in peace. Rest you know, in power sounds also funny to do when you're dead. But do all the good things for Kay Taylor Parker. Yeah. And Barbara Ehrenreich. Two great ladies that have passed away in the last little while. Often people pass away at this time of year. Maybe that's why it's the Day of the Dead, Halloween, Kinktober. Betty Dodson, the godmother of masturbation, flew off <laughs> on Halloween night two years ago. And so, hello, happy Halloween and Kinktober, Dr. Betty Dodson. Ah, Amour loves us. So, somehow she can't out. Oh, oh, right, that's something else. And so, she is praying now. And other people are also writing. Adriana they're, they're praying. is cringing about the belt jingling sounds because she is, I think, from the belt buckle of the Bible belt. That is correct. So she yes, was just saying about a friend who's become a sex therapist. Yes. To deconstruct the that uh, that philosophy. That right, has brought us purity culture. Yeah, the purity culture that has brought us this violence. Yes, it's very interesting and brought us QAnon, and which is a QAnon. very sexualized culture that's anti-sex. Yeah, very strange, and yet I say strange as a sexologist, but as an anthropologist, I'm getting it. It's part of what's happening to us as the mega machine takes control. And the Maggot Rebellion is part of that. It is on trial. I call it QAnon. You know, whenever I see one of those photos and they've got one of these guys, uh, th you look into their eyes and yeah. they're fucking blank. Now, there's different types of people. There's the QAnon fantasists, you know, right. who are often all dressed up 
in crazy outfits. And then there's the Proud Boys who are militant like Hitler youth. They're all going away for a while. And there are Oath Keepers who are run by a guy who graduated from Yale Law School. And they dress like they're ready for battle. And is he the one that... No, he's not the one that started Vice. One of these guys started Vice magazine. Proud Boys. Proud Boys, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they are all kind of different in their personalities, and yet they all have antecedents in fascism. And in a way, the QAnoners are the most, I guess wild fantasy i don't know what that was in babies in the back of a pizza yeah but how would you compare that with like hitler and mussolini like you would proud boys and oath keepers a little more direct comparison but anyway they're very the brown shirts or the black shirts the QAnon, but the fantasy of it that there's this eating of babies i guess that's like the protocols of the elders of zion and Wow, there's a lot of violence, and we could see it in these videos they're showing lately. It's very Hollywood, I will grant you that. And yes, Nancy Pelosi's daughter, Alexandra, is a Hollywood cinematographer, and she films Nancy Pelosi like, wow, she is a bonobo matriarch up against the violent mob. And this is a kind of wild I don't like. I like a lot of wild, but this is the primal horde of bloodthirsty thugs that Trump sent. And I don't agree with Nancy Pelosi about a lot, especially her support for the United States war machine in any direction. I do not agree. But I have to say she defended her capital, which is shaped like a woman on January 6th like a bonobo matriarch tearing into a Slim Jim while calling in the troops to defend it and keeping the government running as the mob was at the gate. And, of course, her daughter filmed her to look like a Shiro. So maybe it was a Hollywood movie, but I, <laughs> I don't know. I still don't want that villain, Mr. Trumpy Dumpty, to be president and he has been subpoenaed to appear will he you know will he plead the fifth like he did like five six hundred times in that real estate trial or will he just stall until he has a QAnon congress he could stall (laughs) and then with a QAnon congress they throw it all out and tonight he's holding a rally People are galvanized all about his Trump Force One phallic plane. It's disgusting, but hey, you know what I'm excited about? E. Jean Carroll is going forward with her case suing Trump for slander, saying he never raped her in Bergdorf's. And Mary Trump is going to provide the DNA sample. Oh my God, is it another polka dot dress kind of thing kind of yeah he came all over her jacket she says he came over her jacket and she still has the jacket dress coat and she did not throw it away all right yes it happened in late 90s and she did not throw it away she has the dna 
and she said it happened. He did it in Bergdorf's in a dressing room. He just jerked off or something. Well, he kind of roughed her up and then came on her jacket. jacket. He missed the... She says he fingered her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he said that publicly himself. That he does you, that. You can do anything Finger to him. in the pussy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah, he yeah. does that. Yes, it's one of his fetishes, one of right. his kinks, but not, but not consensual. So it's not really a kink. It's actually a paraphilia when you do it criminally like that. It's not a kink. Kink is something positive. And people misuse the word as they misuse the whole activity. As many people misuse this gift we call life. Anyway, here we are on FDR, which we are allowed to say vulgarity is... What does that mean? <laughs> it's a language that I just made up so that we cannot be censored. And I can't tell you what I said because if I say it, we'll get censored. Well, anyway, it stands for Fuck the Rich, as well as FDR. Franklin Delano Roosevelt, our 32nd president, who was not perfect, now, but we admire a lot about him. If you're listening, if, if, if I've got bots listening right now, I just want to tell you that Fuck the Rich is not really that. It's about taxing it's many them. many things. It's many things. Re-educating them. Maybe we should do like in China. We should send the billionaires for, to re-education camps so that they get a little different philosophy rather than thievery. The main thing is some form of taxation yes. that would that, make them not so rich. Oh, and that would make the world and the communities and the country, I mean, if you really want to care about this country or your home or where you are, you got to pay a little more tax. Hey. Hey. You're, you're not going to go broke, but... It's what FDR did to right. the rich. He did an FDR. That's what he did. And he did it to prevent communism in many ways. Right. Because he saw what was happening. And if you keep letting the rich get richer, there will be some sort of rebellion, revolution, violence. And honestly, I'm not looking for that. It's hard on people living through that. I would rather see us do what FDR did, and that is tax the rich. I also think the rich pursue their riches the way that they do because they have sexual problems. And that is the other reason we call it fuck the rich. And they need a good, you know, something. Whatever it is. It doesn't necessarily mean the standard vanilla penis and vagina activity. In fact, it probably doesn't. We're going to talk about that more in a moment. Maybe we should talk about that now. Because I was going to talk about this woman who's running for something. I think, no, she's a failed candidate. I just have to find my notes on her because I forget her name. But her name is Alexandra M. Hunt, and she is a failed, I guess failed is what some right-wing yeah, publication called her. Yeah. She didn't win candidacy for some sort of New York 
Congress position. And she talks about people having a right to sex. And she's been pilloried for that, including by Jesse on call-in, right here on this platform, for putting it that way. It is a crude way to put it. I don't know her, and I would like to, actually. I wouldn't put it that way, because I don't think she means that anyone has a right to sex. Certainly not with other people. And that's how a lot of people think of sex, as a right to have sex with other people or make sex workers work with people they don't want to work with. And by the way, she is a sex worker or former sex worker, as well as an abuse or some sort of survivor. And she doesn't mean that, but people think she does, that, you know, somehow right to sex, hey, that means all the incels get to get laid by sex workers. And in fact, they have to, the government forces people, no, 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 of course she doesn't mean that, and that's crazy. But what I think she does mean, and what perhaps might refine it a little bit, is a right to sexuality, let's say. A right to have sexual feelings and express them in a way that doesn't hurt people. Maybe like masturbating or like having some kind of sex that isn't mainstream, but of course consensual, and there is no obligation involved. But maybe right to sexuality isn't even the way to put it but certainly sex heals a billion times more than it kills and right now sex is pilloried along with alexandra m hunt so we're we're not sure we agree exactly with what you're saying alexandra but we do agree with the spirit and it's interesting A, a lot of people the way they perceive this and incels And they think that if you say this in relation to the incel category, which is mostly guys, even though it was started by a woman, so it's very complex as everything is, involuntary celibates. And a lot of them are very misogynist. And then a small percentage of them are violent and an even smaller percentage have committed mass murders. But I do think that a lot of the mass murders that aren't, identifying as incels, maybe they are incels anyway. They're just not happy with sex in their lives. And a lot of guys are like this. And, you know, saying a right to sexuality doesn't mean they have a right to sex with anybody. But they have a right to their sexuality. And maybe to admitting something that a lot of them feel and are afraid to admit. Like, I don't know, being gay. Maybe. Anyway, it's interesting that there's lots more sex-positive candidates running and losing. Yeah. Uh, Did you see uh, Leanne, what she wrote? No. In my experience, the rich men are shit in bed. Well, that's why they pay for lessons. Yeah, and that's why they buy the big cars. And the, and the mansion. Right, and that's why we say fuck the rich, because they need lessons, because they think their money makes up for it, and it might buy you a sex worker. It also might buy you a wife, but then it gets you a very expensive divorce, Well, I mean, and you might get outed by the sex worker, and it's pretty dicey. So maybe it would be better to learn how, as our friend here says... <laughs> To be good in bed. What is her name? Who said that? 
You said that. Leanne Baby. Oh, Leanne Baby. Yeah. The, the joke about big, f- fancy, flashy cars and small dicks got a lot of truth to it. Yeah, Leanne, you're right. It's true. And part of the reason for that is because these small dicks have no place to go but big, fancy cars and a belligerent attitude. And there's a lot of assholes also who are very rich for whatever reason. And never mind the penis size, it's just the assholes. But, you know. That's true. And on the other hand, we need them because they are the entrepreneurs, they make the world change, but you need to pay. I don't know if we need them so bad. Well, no, I mean, they could pay the tax. They're not going away. And I know I'm kind of hypocritical this way in a way because I wear glasses or contact lenses depending on the occasion. And because, in fact, I wouldn't even be here if it weren't for modern medicine. But I do believe we have damaged the earth to the point of annihilation of the human race and so many other species it's criminal what we have done because of people mostly men but people like this who channel their sexuality into this kind of flashy car success that people are talking about and i get it and i can't say i'm totally against it i'm part of the system hey that's what makes you afford sex therapy with me so i get it I have to be part of the system, but I have to point out where that is, yes, part of the system that is destroying us. And a little more loosening up might give us a few more years on our mother, the earth, in her bosom, which is so nice. Because we don't know what lies ahead. Nuclear winter, though, we hear is bad. Mommy's gone. Yeah. It's a tough one, man. Oh. Imagine, you know what? These are all these people that run these countries. They're all like alpha people. They are going to tell people how they can live, where they can live, and what they can say or not say. And it's all over the world. Emoji. Who is that? Do I know this person? He doesn't look familiar. But people have cartoons. I can't tell who they are. I'm sorry. He starts with, he's sorry. I wonder why he's sorry. Why are you sorry? But our culture is way too tolerant of production and development that is killing everything. Emoji, you don't need to be sorry because I agree with you. Totally agree. I am anti-mega machine. I am pro make kink, not war. I know some kink involves a little machinery, but really most of it is about teasing about the spice of life. It leads to make love, not war. I say make kink, not war, because love is great. I've been make love, not war since I was a kid. But at the same time, love creates war. Love of country, patriotism. And sometimes a love of a person can make you kill them. We're seeing that lately quite a bit. I don't think kink makes people kill as much, although it does. And it's not kink then, no. Then that's criminal. That's what that's being. I don't even know if you should give it a sexual name. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm just looking at the comments here. We've got lots of nice comments. So do you want to hear about Olivia Wilde or... Olivia Yay. Wilde. Tell me, doctor, 
about Olivia Wilde. Okay, because it's gossip, okay, right? Who, Don't worry, darling. First of all, who totally is she? Totally gossip, because I haven't even seen the movie, who which I want to see. She is the niece of Alexander Coburn, okay. who is, of course, the late, great publisher of Counterpunch, Got as it. well as the late, great brother of her father, who I think is Andrew Coburn, and her other uncle... Patrick Coburn, if I have the names right, is a wonderful writer for Counterpunch. And she's and a she's an actress. She's a director at director. this point, but uh, also an actress. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. she's okay. long been an okay. actress. Okay. And she is also the ex of Tao Ruspoli, or Tao Ruspoli, a fellow prince. The Italiano. Right. Yeah. Who left me on the cutting room floor. Ah. So I have a little, well, you know. Not nice. I know. I left my feelings there Ruspoli. too. Ruspoli. Ruspoli. What's wrong I'm with I'm going to send you a limousine to but pick you up. But he did an interview that he did publish on Counterpunch that right, you can still did. find on the web if you look. It was, a, it was good. It was okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it was about Bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he is one ex. And then this so, other gentleman that she left Ruspoli for, Jason Sud. Dacus? Uh-huh. Am I pronouncing that right? I have no idea. Anyway, he's an award-winning actor, and he is supposedly was upset at her leaving and because she made her next lover a salad with her special dressing. He lay under the car so that she couldn't leave. So then she went inside, and he followed her inside, and then she went outside again, and then he lay under the car again. So says the nanny. They say it's wrong. We don't know what is actually true any more than the movie. It's all almost as fictional as the movie, all of this gossip surrounding her. And yet I want to see this movie. It supposedly has something to do with incels, too. And it has to do with the 50s. You would like I, it. I would like the that. The cars, I, you would definitely like. I love the and 50s cars. It's, you know, there's a, something about romance and orgasm in this movie. And I suspect, I don't know, you know, the people that say she's a terrible person, I suspect she's being targeted from being a woman director who's, you know, having a spicy love life. And, of course, the media loves to serve up sex with a side dish of shame. And this is perfect for that. And I feel for her. And I guess I am not objective because she is the niece of Alexander Coburn, who I loved when he was alive and love in memory. I love you. But I could easily turn against her as saying not worthy of... Alex or something like that but no I do feel she's being targeted and I oh, haven't uh, seen uh, the movie I haven't even seen anything and why what are they targeting about because <laughs> she left her husband oh okay actually he's not her husband he's the father of her children there are children uh, involved when there are children so this involved, is kind of another it's yeah get very it, get it. up for grabs up for QAnon to start Got grabbing it. the situation and so uh, she is definitely in the side hairs of the gossip columns who love her sex life because it's obviously active, which is not true of everyone. 
and she's gorgeous, an older woman, and she's a MILF, and she's out there having sex with different men, and it's uh, very controversial, I guess. Hey, I, I love that. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know. But people are complaining about her and saying she had had a toxic environment and she lied and yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It's all about know. the sex that they're worried that they're really talking about. Well, yeah, what like many the, people the, say the and what I agree with is men often do these things and no one says anything. And Of course, yeah. Now she's doing these things. And then uh, that's like in the 50s, you were a whore. She's a wild bonobo female. And she did choose the name wild with an E. So she did choose the path she's treading. If you become a celebrity nowadays, your private life is up for grabs. You get paid for it, and that's how it is. But I do feel for her. And even though she chose the name wild and she chose the path she's treading, it's painful to have to be an icon and to be pilloried, to be crucified for living a exploratory life. She's a wild bonobo female, an erotic, emotional powerhouse, and more power to her. Anyway. And a healthy life. Sex is a healthy thing. Emoji says, I'm guessing Dr. Susan has met or spoken with Chris Ryan. Yes, of course, I'm a big fan of Chris Ryan's. He is a little fan of mine. He did endorse the Bonobo Way, which I'm very proud of. And he has had me on his show, Tangentially Speaking. And I've had him on my show like four times. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. over the years. Yeah, over the years. But he's really quite the rock star, Chris Ryan. He is the author of Sex at Dawn, and he is the author of Civilized to Death. And he's a bonobo lover, like me. And we've taught each other a lot about bonobos, Chris Ryan and I. Well, and you know, Susan kind of revolutionized the whole, whole ape thing. Uh, when this young girl, I, I always love Susan for this, she gets involved in something, all of a sudden she's leading it. Uh, well, I got involved with the bonobos in 1993. I know, I know, and, and all the primatologists, oh my God, the sex therapist who runs around in panties and on the show yeah. is talking about bonobos. What and does she know? Th that's still true. That's still true, right? Because Chris Ryan doesn't run around in panties. Right. He right. is a badass, as people are saying. Did I read Civilized to Death? Yes, I did. It's a great book. I don't know if it's as earth-shaking as... Sex at Dawn. I think it was when he conceived of it, but the Mega Machine worked so fast. Anyway, it is great, and I should have him on again. If he was just on Abby Martin. He was just on Colin. We're virgin on Colin. An emoji, you know who uh, uh, who Abby is, right? You know, emoji right? says the bonobo concept is powerful. Yes, of course, and we believe in the Bonobo Way, and that's the Bonobo Way of peace through pleasure primarily, but also female solidarity and male well-being. And you can't change the world in one day, but you can change yourself 
and uh, surround yourself with, with good, with good things, with good people, with good philosophies. You can try. <laughs> <laughs> and have a good time. God damn it. Uh, anyway, all right. Well, we're getting lots of comments. I, I'm getting People a little, are afraid to put themselves in the call-in area. Yeah, but they are commenting, which yeah. I appreciate. I don't know if I want to talk to these two nuts. So the porn guy, I want to tell him. I don't oh. remember his name. But he said he liked porn. So this third-party congressional candidate for Jerry Nadler's seat, Mike Itkis, did porn to support his sex-positive campaign. But it didn't work. I yep. mean, he didn't win. But I think it's interesting. And he seems a little goofy. But it is interesting. I, I say that goofy. You know, I must seem very goofy <laughs> to lots of people. And I show my panties, et cetera, et cetera. Do you have a wife that shows her panties? Well, I hope I, so. I love that. <laughs> so, free Assange. You know, I really yep. wanted to say this last week that Assange supporters surrounded the British Parliament. We've been talking about that for weeks. And Julian Assange is a journalist. He is not a bad guy. Free Assange. And there were protests all over the world, including right here. And we have supported Julian Assange since 2010, actually since before that. But we went really public with it in 2010. And yeah, it's just yeah, crazy. I still can't believe it that he's since, held in prison. Since he released uh, that video of the helicopter, yeah, killing. But a, we knew that. A, 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 yeah, I mean. We but knew he that. showed that. He showed. He that. showed that, and that, all the other big mainstream made it, made publications it picked it up, <clears throat> right. and that's why he had yeah. to be stopped, according to the government. Correct. Of the world right. i guess because america decided this but somehow england is keeping him and somehow australia is doing nothing about it it's horrible it's talking about government people believing in something that the masses of people disagree with and moving forward with it for personal reasons emoji says he had a stroke while on trial the CIA made plans to kidnap and kill him. Yes, that's true. We've talked about that. Emoji, you're talking about stuff we talked about before, but the show was on other channels, not Colin. We're virgin on Colin. Yeah, but hey, we appreciate that. Roger Waters is a huge advocate for Assange. I agree. I have mixed feelings about Roger Waters. Kanye. Wow. The last time we talked about Kanye was because he was saying he didn't read. But he can spell white lives matter. And he did on his shirt. And also he said he was going death con. That wasn't right. It should have been deaf con with an F for you know what? Three on Jewish people. And I as a oh, Jewish yeah, person, yeah, yeah, yeah. you as a Jewish person. Me as a Jewish perhaps person. Perhaps you should respond. Who was Catholic before but then became Jewish. Yes. Well, while he's dropping Jewish names, like he's dropping beats to the protocols of the elders of Zion, he's being <laughs> dropped by Balenciaga, and I'm pronouncing that wrong. And now he's going to be represented by Johnny Depp's lawyers. And he's also starting a cult, or he has a cult, the Yako system. Anyway, this is all kind of strange. <laughs> 
<laughs> these are the people uh, from government and from entertainment and from different fields that are educating the children that now go around shooting each other and their parents. Right. And I want to say that I am a Jew for Palestine. Though I am defending being whatever, Jewish, I guess, Semitic, which includes Arabs, by the way. I do not defend Zionists. I really don't agree with Zionism. I grew up with Zionism. I grew up with the idea that Israel was a land without people for a people without land. And you know what? I grew up with the idea that the United States was <laughs> a land without people for the Puritans. Except right. there were these Indians. Oh, yeah. No, the Indian. the, but they didn't count somehow. It's like this kind of upbringing is crazy, crazy, crazy. But anyway, I am a Jew for Palestine, but I am a Jew. So I don't know what to say to Kanye, whose music I love. Really good. Really? I never. Yeah. Really? Oh, yes, you have. I have? Because you don't like rap. Oh, it's rap. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like opera either. So. Right. I like rock and roll, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Did you read Civilized to Death? Yes, of course, of course. I read it on Kindle. We we sell it on our site, too. Yes, of course, we do. And we sell Sex at Dawn, and we sell The Bonobo Way, and The Ten Commandments of Pleasure. We've got a lot of good stuff here, Uh, a lot of good comments. And I love all you guys, man. Suddenly we're making new friends. is uh, okay okay i got a note but i'm not sure do i have to do something oh no i was just saying uh yeah they're the same person and if uh you ever wanted to he has two accounts he's the same account it's just emoji no uh sg sports talk was also the caller Oh, it was also the caller. Yeah, cool, just, I got gotcha. you. You didn't see the name. When when people call in, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. only see the first name. I see. When you, they send a message, you I see got the it. username. Got it. Just to be clear. So uh-huh. Emoji okay. could also talk, or Amor, or anybody, really. Adriana, Jux. You're going to all talk to us if you have Abe just a question. Oh, yeah. that's Even okay. from our own people. Leanne, baby. It's very easy. You don't have to do anything. You just, I guess... You just press this So SG Sports talked to it. So by the way, there is a documentary coming out about Jerry Falwell Jr. I thought you were going to talk about our documentaries. Well, no. I could, but no. At the moment, I was going to talk about that. Uh Ah, go ahead. So. And the pool boy. Yes. Yes. The cuckold relationship. And that's why I'm bringing it up. Because, of course, they're bringing up cuckolding. I have an article myself on Jerry Falwell Jr.'s downfall. I say it's because of his hypocrisy. But they tend to call them freaks. They're not freaks, Jerry and his hot wife, Becky, and the pool boy. The pool boy is trying to make money now. And people want to say that they're freaks. They're not freaks. Lots of people open their relationship like that. Cuckolding, swinging is very common. 
What it is, is they're hypocrites. They preach against cuckolding, swinging, and any kind of open sexual relationship. And they run Liberty University. At least they used to. They used to. Now they don't. They used to. But they used to. And let me tell you, Liberty University is wreaking havoc on our world. Yes. Because of the hypocrisy at that university. And the teachings. The the teachings are like the, I won the election. They're the fake. They have nothing to do with reality or with our lives. And that, to me, is really what brought them down and the story. But also, if you need to talk about cuckolding, I'm your expert. 213-291-9497. All right. We have somebody by the name of Jeff that wants to... C- oh, that's an that's a emoji. Emoji. Oh, Jeff. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. There he is. Hello. Hi, Jeff. Jeff. Emoji. Hello? Yes. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. This is my first time uh, calling on Colin. I've been listening uh, to other, not your show, but other people for quite a long time. Oh, just okay. found your show. It's really fun. Cool. Well, we're glad for you to be on our Virgin is it? on Colin show. This is your first Colin show? Yes. Yes. We messed up the first one. So we don't count it. <laughs> we don't count that one. We took it and threw it in the trash. But we're yeah, here. People say it's a little buggy, but uh, it's, it seems really fun. It's a little buggy, yeah. It's very cool. Very cool. And I, I think I think like you have a, a decent sized crowd, but people seem to be hesitating to like join in and give their two cents. Right. Um, but you there are. There might be a bit of a learning curve. But you are. You, you know. are. You are here. But I think what I'm a here, lot of yeah. I think what a lot of people. I'm shy. That's right. I think what a lot of people don't know is that we have actually been doing this show for thirty five years. First on public access. And then on satellites, and now on the it's very possible that I've heard your show before. We are just, sexy yeah. seniors. Yeah, well, I've yeah, been okay. doing the Dr. Susan Block show in some form or another, yes, for 35 years. And you've been doing shows been. even longer. Yeah, Max was on radio in Italy. Yeah, on pirate radio. Back, back, yeah, back yeah. in the day. Really? And <laughs> yes, we enjoyed your texts earlier. If I'm associating the right person with the right texts, it's a little confusing. But I think you've been texting about your interest in Chris Ryan and Sex at Dawn and Bonobos. Of course, bonobos we always and, um, talk about Bonobos. The sustainability of our, of our you know, society. Yes, <laughs> we kind of believe in following the Bonobo way of peace through pleasure and female empowerment and male well-being and sharing. Sharing, that's the key, sharing. Sharing. How can, I, yeah, I, I, how can a couple of people in the world own everything? And we're so close to Bonobos. You see, they're an example for us because so many people, like some people on Twitter the other day, were saying humans are irrevocably warlike. War is innate to us. That's not true. But it isn't true, as Chris Ryan points out, yeah, we just, and others. Yeah, just a wrong turn. Just you know, It's a wrong turn over the past 8,000 years, 10,000 maybe, but we've been in these bodies and minds for 200,000. And so we could be more like bonobos. 
That's my hope, my theory, my guiding light. So anyway, Jeff, welcome to FDR. Welcome, and uh, thanks uh, for What's joining us. What's your guiding light? Uh, I really, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about a guiding light. I was just going to say that the the concept of sharing is uh, is pretty revolutionary. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, private property and you know, uh, you know, love and affection, and it's something that you know people are sort of trained to reject or be sort of wary of. Yeah, well, they are. They're trained to be wary and warier. Because anything that you give to other people is something that you're losing. Yes, that is how our society operates. That's the mega machine. Anytime you give, you lose. And yet we know from our own experience that when we give, we get back. We get back in terms of the feeling we get. Dr. Franz de Waal, another one you should read, talks about hedonic kindness, the kind of giving and sharing that other primates do that bonobos do the best but all primates do it and humans do it we give and the best example of that is sex when you give someone an orgasm and you're really into sex and you're probably not paying for it you're just like in it that's the best feeling and that's it that's love that's not even love that's good sex it's a, it's a certain it's a joy it's a joy that life offers us yes absolutely i mean some you can you if you want you can find love in it or you know it is what it is but uh i don't know there, there's still like I, the, pers- I really, the pursuit of happiness mm-hmm, the pursuit mm-hmm. of happiness well, well, that's a better reason, line than the right to sex one one of the reasons uh, and i want to say this before we close You've heard about Bonoboville. Bonoboville is a mythical city, okay? Village. Village, really, not a city. Village level. There's only a few of us little farmers around here. And it's a mythical uh, uh, village where a bunch of people live. A mythical, and that saves at least some footprints. What do they call those things Uh, when you're ruining the... Carbon footprint? Carbon yeah, footprints. carbon yeah. footprints. There you go. <laughs> yeah. we, we get you. We yeah, got you. You got it. Okay. So that's important for all of us to do because we're going to have to do that very soon. Very soon. Yes, and that, indeed. Amen. And we're, seeing that the, we're seeing that the new apartments now are 200 square feet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're putting you in your casket before way before your time anyway so we say be bonobo be bonobo it's difficult to articulate this position which is why we have to take a whole series of shows to do it but that is our position in society and in ourselves and you got to try to change society but the one you can maybe change really is yourself and so we're a little bit of self-help although i hate that term but we are a little bit of politics, but I kind of hate that term. Right. We're not supported by anyone. No. And there's no communist. or Except the Dr. Susan Block Institute. Yeah, except your money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> For the erotic arts and, and sciences. sciences. Yeah. And we provide sex therapy over the phone as well as on webcam. And around the world. And sexting around the world and in person if 
it works out. And we haven't thought about starting a bonobo party. And the bonobo party. I've run for president. I lost. As a block party. I'm a failed candidate. <laughs> You're a failed. What year was that? Oh, my goodness. I ran in 2008 as a vice president with Frank Moore. Moore right, and yeah, I ran in 2000, actually earlier, in like 1992. During Billy's. Two. Yeah. Billy Clinton won. Yeah. I yeah. ran in 1992. That was in our love affair. When, when right. we were getting married, Max was my campaign manager. Now I'm his campaign manager. We failed. No, but we failed okay. all the things. In fact, okay. our best interview was on the Montel Williams show, right. and they lost that. We got to go, but I hope Bye. you're with us next week. I'll do that. You guys are great. It's a, it's a fun show. Okay, and uh, we also take care, be could safe. come to see you okay. is great, Jeff. No shootouts. In sharing. We do <laughs> aim to share in care. every sense of the word. So we're sharing ourselves with you right now, brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners. And so we got to go. But happy Kinktober and Halloween. And we had a good time, you know. Yeah, and wonderful, wonderful. we're talking about scary topics. Another name for this show is the Speakeasy. Because we mm. speak easy about subjects that are a little difficult to speak about. But we have an easy time because we're just in the speakeasy. And they're scary. And it's kind of fun that they're scary. You know, it's funny because during the spooky season, everybody talks about getting turned on by horror movies. I just think that's so funny because all the porn is considered verboten. But everybody can watch any kind of horror that's just fine. Oh, you can watch a breast that's cut off, oh, yeah. but not just a beautiful breast. It's kind of strange. So anyway, we love you. We love you. We want you to be good. We want you to be happy. Be the pursuit happy. of happiness, pursuit of happiness. is important. Not that we're encouraging antidepressants. Maybe some drugs. Orgasms. Orgasms. <laughs> We want you to try not to hurt anybody. You don't have a right to be sexually non-consensual, okay? But we want you to make kink, not war. We want you to make like bonobos. To make love, not war, chimpanzees. Not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight. Even if that someone is you, I love you. I love you too. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves. But my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. 877-381-3811.
Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.